coming in. Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTMB Sports. Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere, MTNV Sports. I'm so geeked. I'm here with the founder and the CEO of the Ozell brand, our sponsor, Mr. Titus, Ozell Golden. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm blessed. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing great. Yo, do me a favor. Tell me about what got you started making shoes. Man, it's just crazy. It's just growing up in a type of environment I grew up in, mother getting robbed and shot, me being molested, me not knowing who I was as a as a person, as a man, birthed something in me. I started looking at shoes as a way out in middle school, and God gave me this dream and gave me this vision, and boom, it birthed. Man, I saw these shoes. They're beautiful, they're high quality, and they're at a, a good affordable price, bro. What went into making the shoes? Man, it's just me thinking about the shoes that I love, the shoes that I desire as a kid. Well, my mother couldn't afford it. So it's like, now how can I create a shoe at a good quality at affordable price for other families who actually are currently going through what I went through as a kid? Bro, I heard you can play two sports in them. Are they soccer and football cleats? Yeah, man, they two sport cleats, soccer and football. See, growing up, I played multiple sports, so it was just like bouncing from transition from different shoe to shoe. So, hey, it's two and one, so it's a good deal. Where can people find these shoes, man? Man, you go to ozelbrand.com, follow Ozell Brand on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but please subscribe on ozelbrand.com, please. Yo, you heard the man, Mr. Titus, Ozell Golden. That's his middle name, yo. Go, <laughs> go out and support this brother. He is doing his thing. Listen, you want to support him. You want to get these shoes on your feet. Look, they're beautiful, remarkable quality, and at an affordable price. Listen, stop what you're doing. Go to Ozell Brand. That's O-Z-E-L-L brand.com today. Bro, let me be honest, man. This campus is getting pretty big, man. I ain't going to lie to you. You know, you know, I know that you in your little cushy office and everything, man. <laughs> me, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta be in the goddamn hot sun mowing the lawn because I didn't, you know, get my degree yet. So now, you know, we here stuck, you know, doing nothing, you know, we're sitting out here sweating all the goddamn time. You get to be in the office because you got your degrees and stuff. Not, not, not only do I get to sit in the office, I get the free university gym membership. Man. I got a, I got a plug with the football coach. I can work out at the football facility if I want to. Man, dude, man, I don't know if y'all hear this, man, but welcome tonight, man. This is your boy Connie Westside, the best side, coming back from the quad because I had to mow the quad, and I'm here with the professor. He's just coming from the library, and apparently he got perks with the football team. So, you know, I got, I got, I got, I got, I got to grind at the school. He can do whatever <laughs> he want. <laughs> Listen, get your PhD, then you can do whatever you want to. <laughs> man, I just want to let y'all know classes in session tonight, man. Thank y'all for joining us, man. If you didn't enroll yet, make sure you enroll online, man. By smashing that like button, subscribing to the channel, and make sure you put on the notifications so when we put when we pull up, you know, the university pull up. That way you can make it to class on time. Man, so. So much is going on, man. As far as HBCUs, man, we got we got a team in Jackson State that was talking big time stuff. This is this is this is from like this is from like people online and people from Offscript. 
Shout out all script, by the way. Scotty couldn't be here tonight, but next time we'll, we'll catch you. So apparently, apparently they had a lot talk, they had a lot going on as far as like, you know, who's gonna play North Dakota State. And they saying, mm-hmm. yo, who's ready for North Dakota State? First off, let's be honest with you. North Dakota State's on a whole nother level as far as like recruiting, developing. See, here's the thing about them. They get whatever they can get and they develop them. And not only do they develop them, mm-hmm. they make them into pro athletes. Mm-hmm. It's funny, isn't it? It's funny how the world works. <laughs> and I'll tell you so much about North Dakota State that people don't think about. Exactly. When you think about that part of the country, it might not be the best recruiting grounds for Oklahoma or Texas. Mm-hmm. But for that FCS level, those places, number one, you can grow linemen like you grow corn and wheat oh, yeah. out that way. And I mean, listen, if you can grow, if you can grow linemen, bro, if you can grow linemen, you can find yeah. a running back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Easily. Easy, easy work, right, man? So, so, Ten- so Tennessee State gets the North Dakota State game. They get the North Dakota State game, man. How you think they're gonna fare out? I, that's, that's is this part? I want to know. Is this part of the yard? Because I want to know. <laughs> this, this was this was not part of the yard, but let's make it part of the yard. Okay, um, go ahead. Let me go ahead and single you out. Bam. Well. We'll start there on the yard. Um, Tennessee State, not Jackson State, gets the North Dakota State game. Um, Jackson State might have had a shot um, against North Dakota State. Tennessee State was not very good last season. They're not going to be very good this season. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, North Dakota State may, may hand uh, Tennessee State, they may they may hand them a 50-burger. Oh, yeah. Oh, Definitely. So and it doesn't it doesn't help that Tennessee State's offensive coordinator is now the head coach of Grambling after just one season. Mm-hmm. That don't have matters either. Right. Man, I think I think that uh I honestly think that a 50 burger is definitely in the future of Tennessee yes. State. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because because you got you gotta understand how these guys prepare. These guys prepared a, a lot different than what a lot of classic HBCUs prepare, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you, a lot of a lot of HBCU players, you will get you'll get, you know, some of them, you know, dominant HBCU teams. Like to to me, I don't know if y'all remember when Hampton was a dominant HBCU at that you know when they were still in the MEAC. They were a dominant team. Not Hampton. Hampton you know was a, was a was a dominant place to go as far as football if you wanted mm-hmm. to have black college experience. And also, you know, you know, get get possibly get drafted because there's a lot of guys in the NFL that people don't know about that went to Hampton. So you know, Hampton is going to produce those guys. So, but you know, you're not getting that classic preparation. You're getting a different type of preparation when it comes down to uh, when, when it comes down to any other HBCU team versus a North Dakota State who. Who probably has a has has not only that had a program, but they probably have they they have a, a legit backing of their community, the a legit backing of of the schools, and they're not they're not focusing in on classics 
to you know fun schools mm-hmm. or fun, uh, fun fun times or whatever because yeah. in that part of the country people love football. And you gotta understand something too. When you talk about North Dakota State football, well, all mm-hmm. the way back to Greg Bowl, who's now a coach in Wyoming. Chris Kleiman took over for Greg Bowl, who and Kleiman's now at Kansas State. They are the Alabama of the FCS. They are the mm-hmm. powerhouse. And they've been an FCS powerhouse for close to 20 years. So, so you contrast that with Tennessee State. Tennessee right. State is in rebuilding mode. Always for some reason. Yeah. I don't know what no, 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 no. they they kind of spiked, and then the last couple of years the recruiting had gone down. And I would argue that Tennessee is probably a pretty good state for like the FCS level. Because when you look mm-hmm. at Tennessee, Tennessee you, you, you've got, of course, University of Tennessee. Right. You've got you've got um, Memphis as, mm-hmm. as, as on, on the FBS level. Then everything else is FCS. Right. Tennessee State, Tennessee Tech, Fisk. You go FCS and FCS and lower. So I, mm-hmm. I, I do think Tennessee produces probably decent level um, FCS players, especially when you talk about the Memphis, um, the Greater Memphis area. But the recruiting mm-hmm. hadn't been there. Um, the a, the AD said it. You know, the university had not really made a, a concerted investment in athletics, specifically football. And hiring Eddie George, who was a donor to the mm-hmm. program, was a right. was a show that now we, we're going to get serious and we're going to try to get good at football. But they're still rebuilding. I want to know. And I need to pick your brain, because Professor, because I know that you have, you definitely have this one, you know, in, in in the clip. I want to know why is it that why is it that the backing of of I guess the university mm-hmm. versus the backing of the fans are completely different when it comes down to HBCUs. That's a really good question. And um, that was actually a question I was going to pose to Scotty um, because I was, <laughs> I was, well, I was looking at some numbers and uh-huh. J- Jackson state, Jackson state led HBCUs in attendance. So right. uh, um, their stadium holds about 45,000 fans. They averaged mm-hmm. a shade under 32,000 last season. Uh, but, mm-hmm. and, and, and Jackson state, of all of the HBCUs, that's the one school that has strong attendance yearly. Not only are they the top HBCU as it comes to attendance, but also I want to say they were second in FCS. So um, you're talking about uh, teams like like North Dakota State, uh, who packs them in every week. Uh, schools mm-hmm. like Towson, Delaware, uh, where where these games are are well attended. Um, but that's a good question because you because you go to a school like Grambling, which you would think, because of its brand popularity, would have strong attendance. They have about a twenty thousand seat stadium. I want to say Grambling averaged seven thousand fans last season, so so their stadium's not even at, at half capacity. Um, maybe one of the reasons is that. Some of some HBCUs are in very rural towns. Like I know Grambling is in sort of rural Louisiana, 
Uh, mm -hmm. You know, Mississippi Valley State is an Itabina so, sort of kind of mm -hmm. rule out of the way. Not easy for alums to get to. Um, same thing with um, with like Alcorn State in, in Mississippi. But then on the other hand, you have Alabama State. Alabama State's in Montgomery. There, there's there's yeah. no reason for Alabama State to to not have better attendance than what they do. Which 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 baffles me because if you're in Montgomery, you got you're 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 in the city, right? Mm -hmm. You big city living, you know what I mean? I mean it's the capital of the state. Uh, but that that yeah, is man. that is that and, and and that is something that has to improve. I know Eddie George talked about that a lot his first year at Tennessee State, and I knew right. that and I knew that was going to be a shot because you know. Listen, Eddie George went to Ohio State. He used to mm -hmm. 900,000 fans every Saturday coming to games. Right. And, and you know, and, and here's the thing. When you're used to that, man, and that's I think that's what Prime – see, this is why I say Prime is different versus, you know what I'm saying, uh, Eddie George. Because mm -hmm. Prime, like, yo, people want to come see me. Even though people wanted to come see Eddie George or whatever, people really wanted to come see him. Oh, yeah. It's like yo, but, yo, I want to go see Prime. Yeah, but at the, at the same time, even when Jackson State was bad, mm -hmm. people went to games. People Jackson, didn't go to games. And, and Jack, Jack, Jackson State's averaged in that twenty-eight to thirty thousand fans every home game for probably the last five to seven years. Mm -hmm. So, so Jack, Jackson State has always had um, a strong base. Of fans come to his games, and it's really one of the few that's had that 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 strong base. Uh, and and before we could, before we continue, I wanted to give a quick birthday shout out. So today is my little brother's birthday, and a lot of y'all don't know how how special my little brother is to me. My little brother is one of those guys that have been a stand up guy, has done everything in his power to make sure that. You know, his big brother and his big sister's all right. And I just want to say happy birthday, young man. 29 years old, 29 years of living. I love that, you know, I had you as as, as a brother. I still I love you that I still have you, brother. Also, man, I love you so much because uh, August 23rd is the day I actually got saved. So, you know, shout out to shout out to the King Kingdom business. But shout out to my little brother. All right. Well, happy, so, happy birthday. Happy birthday, young Hilton. <laughs> so yeah, man. So yeah, we uh yeah, man. So we got we got so we got a lot of, we got a lot of other stuff to cover, man. So I wanna I wanna know something. And mm -hmm. and I wanna I wanna put this I wanna I wanna put this in a perspective where where you can dissect it scientifically. Okay. <laughs> All right. I am say I am a say I am a I am um say I am a a North Carolina Central Eagle. Okay. Or say I'm a North Carolina Central. And I say, you know what? I think that it's time for us to move and move up too. Mm. And I want to be one of the moving up process. But here's what a lot of people is not thinking about. Moving up cost. Mm -hmm. So What's my sacrifice in moving up? And will and, and by me moving up, is there a benefit for me moving up? Go. 
That is that is a good question. So you got so you have to take. I I believe, and I, I was going to talk about this tonight. Um, mm-hmm. The 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 one HBCU that is on a path to becoming an FBS school, and that's North Carolina A and T. So um, go to the my team my voice blog mtmvblog.com. Um, I did write about North Carolina A and T's move to the Colonial Athletic Association, uh, which mm-hmm. I be, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, they move in 24. So I don't think they I don't think I think they have one more season in the big sky. So there are several things that have to happen. And when you want to move up from FCS to FBS or from D2 to FCS, there there are several criteria that you have to meet. The number one is student body. So right now, um, North Carolina A and T is the is from a from student population is the largest HBCU in the country, but this is one of the okay. things that they did to do it. I'm gonna give you a trivia question, and you're not okay, gonna get cool. this right. So so Connie Westside, Connie Westside, can you can you tell me the FBS school with the largest undergraduate population in the country? The FBS school with the mm-hmm. largest. The largest. FBS? Mm-hmm. Undergrad? Oh my God. That's a great question. I want to say undergrad. I want to say I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Colorado State University. Colorado State. Yes. No, that is that is incorrect. So so oh the, what the the school with the largest undergrad population right now is the University of Central Florida. And this no, is how they can guess that would the and, and it is it's because of their online program. Yeah. Um followed right. by if I if I'm not mistaken, followed by I want to say Texas State is is second for the same mm-hmm. reason. So that's what North Carolina A&T's done. They they've expanded their online course offerings to be able to offer degrees fully online. So number one, so now well, you New get Hampshire, more- New Hampshire done that. University of New Hampshire is doing that now. Yes. Well, with A&T, so now so now you can offer there and they're offering both undergrad and graduate degrees online. Mm-hmm. So so now also, so now you know who else is Liberty. I got, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I just got. I got to name the schools because Liberty. So Liberty is going um, Morehouse is is Morehouse. offering. They're they're offering um, online programs as well. So now that ups your student population. You need mm-hmm. also a combination of both athletic and non-athletic facilities. Um, North Carolina A and T just had their largest endowment year in school history. Right. They're all they're opening up. I want to say a multi-million dollar engineering facility. So as far as mm-hmm. academics, North Carolina A and T wants to be the premier research university in HB in all of the HBCUs. They are trying to earn what is called, I believe, it's called an R one research rating. That's one of their main mm-hmm. reasons they want to join the Colonial Athletic because some of the better research universities belong to the Colonial Athletic Conference. Now, from an athletic perspective, 
They were in the big, they're in the big sky currently. Boise State, um, Appalachian State, two schools that we know are now FBS schools. They were mm-hmm. launched from the big sky. Um, mm-hmm. James Madison, who's moving to the Sun Belt this year, is a former Colonial Athletic Conference school. So those two conferences, those are two conferences that have traditionally kind of been facilitators to the FBS level. So you mm. need you need to up the ante with your academics. You got to you have to be able to invest in your athletic infrastructure, and you mm. need the student population primarily for sustainability. And I would say, in the next maybe three to five and most seven years, mm-hmm. the North Carolina anti-Aggies will be the first HBCU school to play major college football. Now, and, and you know, and for a long time, we all anticipated Florida A&M doing that. We all anticipated. Mm-hmm. It, 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 the, the reason being because they had the, the engineering school. So mm-hmm. because they got the engineering school, they partnered with Florida State. Now Florida State's trying to take over the engineering school, so mm-hmm. it'll just be Florida State engineering school. You know what I'm saying? And they'll and they'll just they'll just say, look, y'all just have to be out al- al- culture. Which which I don't think I mean you can research agriculture. I mean it's all it is botany and 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 <laughs> and more life science than anything. You know what I mean? There's a lot of research in life science, man. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I, I I could see some of the Florida schools maybe trying to make that path difficult for Florida A and M, where I, I don't I don't see North Carolina A and T having that issue. Um, but that's that's what it takes. Um, and I also is, is Florida A and M public or private? I don't I don't know. Florida AM is a public school. It's a, okay. It's a public public school. So public. so yeah, and that 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 also helps. Um that, that also helps when you are a, a public uh university. So right. that's kind of that's kind of what it what it takes to get into that that FCS that FBS room. And it takes time. Mm-hmm. So that it, right. it, it'll it'll be a few more years before you see AT get there, but I think they can get there. Man, I you know. It's gonna leave me with this question. Is it's gonna it's gonna it's kind of a pivot. I'm gonna pivot on this one. I'll leave you with this question. Which so this tell this is a question for you. Which FBS team, HBCU FBS team, would sink or swim first year if they get thrown in the FBS range? So I'm gonna put five schools up. These are the five schools. Okay. So we already got North Carolina A and T. I got North Carolina Central, which is two of the school. Actually, three of the schools is behind you. Two of the schools behind you. I say uh, North Carolina Central, uh, South Carolina State, Jackson State. Sink, swim. Who's sinking? Who's swimming? And who? Oh, wow. and who's surviving? So, 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 I mean, it's it's hard not to say that that Jackson State wouldn't swim. It'd be a transition, um, mm-hmm. but they they've got the best recruiter. Um, in, in HBCU football with, with, with coach with Coach Prime, um, but then South Carolina State's intriguing because I think they've got one of the better coaches 
they have one of the greater coaches. I, I, they, they, I mean, they, they definitely have the best coach in the MIAC. Right. Um, I, can I, can I toss in one? Only because toss of location. One. Norfolk okay. State. Norfolk. I'm intrigued by Norfolk State. Yes, me too. I forgot about them. Go ahead. And and and, and here's why. Because number one, I'm a fan of Dawson Odoms. I I, oh I think God. he I think he can coach. He's he's a culture hey, shout, guy. Wait, and, shout and, and, to Dawson Odom because I, I I forgot his name when I first met him. So I did an interview with him and I, I forgot <laughs> his name. I just had to call him Coach the whole entire time. So Coach Coach Odom, I am so sorry from the bottom of my heart. And Go ahead, brother. I think that Virginia Tidewater area is just mm-hmm. so full of players. And once again, yeah. so, so similar to what I said about Tennessee State, Norfolk State mm-hmm. has made a concerted effort to invest in its football program. And that's what right. that's one of the reasons Odom's left uh Norfolk he left Southern to go mm-hmm. to Norfolk State. Because it's like, why would you leave Southern to go to Norfolk State? I mean, it's but, a, it's a, it's so when you're leaving Southern, mm-hmm. people people forget that Southern does not want to grow. Norfolk State wants to grow, and they that's want, the thing. So they they, they, they want to move. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in the MEAC wants to move. I, that's how I feel mm-hmm. because you you see these teams. They like, yo, I'm tired of playing classics. I just I need to play money games. And if I if I if I catch all my money games and win some of my money games, I'm, I'm going I'm going to be straight. I promise you, I'm going to be straight. Because that, that's there, why there, you move. Yeah, there, there's no there's no reason, there's no logical reason why why Southern shouldn't play LSU every year. I mean, they right. should. That's a, that's a, that's a million dollar game. That that's going to be at least fifty to sixty percent of your athletic budget. But but and that's what Odom said. Odom said there were there were things that he wanted. Southern was not willing to give it. Um, mm-hmm. There were no specifics. The scuttlebutt was better facilities and, and more uh, a, a larger assistant pool. Would you ask any good coach? They want money to pay for good assistance, right? And they and they probably want money to pay for good assistance as much, if not more, than facilities. Uh, Norfolk mm-hmm. State was willing to give that, and that's why he is now a Spartan. Uh, Actually, but I just, think I think they just renovated a locker room. Yeah, I think and they, they are a sleeping giant. I really do. I, oh, yeah. So I, I went before before Kirby Smart took over Georgia. Mm-hmm. I said the same thing about Georgia. I feel the same way about Norfolk State. There are players from you talking about you talking about Norfolk, Virginia Beach, Hampton. That whole coast is full of players, and you got a coach and, who's and there are no slouch either. And then you got a coach who's gonna go get them. I get give mm-hmm. give Coach Odom's two to three years, and they're gonna be right. giving South Carolina State a run for their money. I guarantee. You. Yeah, I mean, I like already. You know, I was already picking them like last year. I was like, oh man, because the thing is, they look good now. They mm-hmm. play, they play, they play very. They're very tight in their formation. Not only that, they're very strategic on defense. Mm-hmm. But but here's another. But here's the thing that happened. They kept giving up doggone. They gave up points. They gave up yards. They they were giving up a lot. But the thing is, they 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 weren't using they weren't using the, the speed and the talent that they had on the on that defensive mm-hmm. backfield well. So they needed to go out there and get a defensive coordinator for that team. But 
Coach Odom had those guys really focused, man. Really, really focused. Yeah. And 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 well, I South Carolina State did win the MIAC last year. Right. Right. And, and, but buy, and, buy, buy a ball. Buy, buy a ball game, bro. Like I, let's be honest. And I I'll say I'll say this. I, I do like if, if we could just kind of segue to these previews. Um I do like South Carolina State in the MIAC for mm-hmm. just one one simple reason. Mm-hmm. That 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 is a very veteran team. Right. Specifically where it counts. Um the Spartans, now Lighting Off of State, but they were they're replacing not that they're, they're not just replacing their quarterback. They're replacing mm-hmm. probably one of the two or three best quarterbacks that ever played there. Right. So so I, I think that's gonna be too much to overcome. I, I like South Carolina State in the MEAC. Um probably followed by North Carolina Central. But I will say this. Um, don't be shocked if you see Delaware State, another very veteran team, Yeah. Um, contend. You know, I, I look, when I look at, when I look at, uh, when I look at them, when I look at uh, uh, Delaware State, Delaware State, to me, they they play they play real good North Ball. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Let's let's check out let's check out Avis real quick. <laughs> and all right, so to be fair, <laughs> to be fair, they, they you know they play tough ball. I mean you, you know. I think I think when it comes down to HBCU player or uh, teams playing each other, they play each other real tough. I believe mm-hmm. so. So now, now I, I I will somewhat agree with Avis from this one perspective. Mm-hmm. I want to say five of South Carolina State's wins last year were one possession wins. Mm-hmm. Um, there there is there is not much. Variance, right? Um, in the MEAC, I, I would yeah, say they, yeah. they are they are they're very tight. But you got to give it to them; they had a great game plan against Jackson State in the Celebration Bowl last year. They did. Um, they they sure did, and, and figured out a way to beat them. So, um, but yeah, I, I, it, I and I think it's going to be tight again. And I would say South Carolina State, North Carolina Central, Delaware State. Get but give. Give give Coach o- and, and and you know Avis Coach Odom is still building that program in Norfolk. He just got mm-hmm. there last year, so you're gonna have to give him a little time. And defense, as we've seen, and I think you, you kind of got two reasons. Number one, the rules, mm-hmm. especially more so in college than even in the pros, the rules tilt toward offense. Right. So you yeah. have an offensive game. And your defense is already bad, so so it's going to take you cycles to recruit the guys you need, mm-hmm. and, and then to kind of train them, coach them up on how to, you know, defend a lot of these wide open spread offenses. Right. 
I'm about to pull up. I'm about to pull up South Carolina's um, schedule now. So this is their schedule right now, man. They what got their like, paycheck um, game. They, they got, got paycheck two paycheck game. games. They got two. Yeah, man. Yeah, but this is, bro. This is what they playing. They're not playing around, dog. They they yeah, want to. But, want to, but, but scroll, 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 scroll down for one moment. This is what people don't understand. And and, and uh, Jimbo Fisher talked about this. People talk about the cupcake games, quote unquote, but they mm-hmm. do this at every level. So if you go up just a smidge, they're playing Virginia University of Lynchburg. Lynchburg. That is Virginia University of Lynchburg's paycheck game. So, right. so at, when we would play, when I was at Wabash, we would play Butler every year. Mm-hmm. And Butler, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Butler just moved up. But when we played Butler, Butler was NAIA moving up to FCS, right? Mm-hmm. That was our paycheck game. You So you do it at every <laughs> level. Because smaller schools need those games to help uh, to help with their uh for help with their athletic budget. All right. I mean this this is a this is a, a team, but <laughs> man, so, they are, I like that I like that mascot though. The the dragon? Yes. I, I, it, I like, it I like, like a, you know what it looked like to me? It looked like one of those like uh those like you know pretend schools in um in in the movie. Like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to Virginia Lynchburg, man, and I'm going to the pros. I'm like from Virginia yeah, Lynchburg. Virginia bro? University of Lynchburg, yeah. So man, all right, let's listen, let's let's let let's quit let's quit, let's, quit, let's quit playing around. Let's go to the swag. Um oh man. Because of course everybody want everybody want to know about the swag. What's gonna happen in the swag? Um, listen, once again, go to the blog site, mtnvblog.com. Uh, read my five bold predictions piece. Um, number mm-hmm. one, we, we're trying to get that thing to a thousand views, and we're getting close. Um, right. But also, one of my bold predictions was that Jackson State goes undefeated this year. Which is why, I, which is why I said before we went on, it's kind of disappointing that Jackson State won't, mm-hmm. Jackson State won't be uh, in the FCS playoffs uh, because which is I, they need to be, man. They need to be like they really so, need to be. I don't know. Well, I, so they 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 um, the SWAC and the MIAC have this contractual agreement with the Celebration Bowl that the conference mm-hmm. winners go to the celebration bowl because I guess there was a time the conference winners were going to the playoffs and mm-hmm. other teams were turning down invites. Well then don't mm-hmm. listen, just put it in. They should just do what you do at the power five level. If when Ohio right. state goes to the college football playoff this year, more than mm-hmm. likely Michigan will go to the Rose bowl. So if South Carolina State wins the MEAC, if Jackson State wins the SWAC, they should have an opportunity to go to the playoff. So let's say North Carolina Central finishes second and Florida a mm-hmm. finishes second. Send them to the Celebration Bowl. That's all you have to do. It's really that simple. So 
You know um, what's so funny? I got a dark horse in the in the swag, and that's my dark got? horse right there. Bethune Cookman. I just like how it's it's how they're preparing right now. You know what I mean? It's how they're preparing for me. You know what I mean? Like they they didn't have good preparation going into uh going going into last year, which you know, come on, you know, it's you you can't you can't uh plan for for you know what happened you know what i mean mm-hmm. but they tried they tried to do they tried to do things and jump into this conference you know barefoot and you know not not prepared which why they want to get it behind saying it to them they want they you know at the end of the season some of the guys just didn't want to play and then you look at the talent that that bethune cutman continues to bring on because you gotta understand bethune cutman was the original hbcu champs they were they were the first Jackson State before Jackson State was Jackson State, you know what <laughs> I mean? They got they got a couple of transfers over, and then all of a sudden, you know, these guys like, yeah, we're gonna win, and they started winning. You know what I'm saying? They had they had they had good recruiting going on and all that jive. I mean, they they were good. So I feel like this is what's going to happen. Bethune Cookman is going to be your dark horse team this year. What 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 are you? What do you? What do you? Am I? Uh, did I make an excuse for South Carolina State's cupcake game? I think I made an excuse <laughs> for everybody's cupcake game because them lower teams need the money. I mean, everybody, man. Listen, but, you know, shout out to Avis, man, because you know Avis, Avis is is active today, man. Shout I was gonna say, God, God bless you, Avis. But listen, man, it, it, look, look, they it, South Carolina State got UCF. And South Carolina, mm-hmm. them two paycheck games. They trying to they trying Ooh. to build some facilities. Go ahead, make that money. Go ahead. Go ahead, They're make like, that money, man. So you I know I, I know Co- I know Coach Prime has been vehemently against the paycheck game, which is ironic because mm-hmm. he went to Florida State. Florida State. Bobby oh, Bowden yeah. always played. Number one, he put his alma mater on the schedule every day. They played Sanford almost every season. Oh yeah, and beat the, no, but, beat the dog um, crap out of them. I don't, I don't, I don't have Bethune Cookman. I don't, I don't think there's gonna be a dark horse. I, I really? so let me just kind of run down some of my notes, brother Conrad, if you don't mind. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, in addition, go to the blog site. I just published it this afternoon. I did part one of my SWAC preview. So part one, mm-hmm. we talked about um, some uh, re- returning all-swag players. We, we listed the preseason all-swag, um, some guys to watch, some key games. One of the key games is the Orange Blossom Classic. That may be the only game that Jackson State is not mm-hmm. a heavy favorite. If the Jackson State beats Florida A&M in the season opener. Mm -hmm. I don't know another team on Jackson State's schedule legitimately Mm -hmm. that can beat them. Mm -hmm. But this is why I like Jackson State more than anything. I like Jackson State because they got whipped up front in the Celebration Bowl. And Coach Prime went in the portal and got two FBS offensive linemen, and re- he addressed mm-hmm. the offensive line because that's that's what the issue was. 
And, and even, mm-hmm. even during the season, uh, I, Shador Sanders and his athleticism really made up um, for a lot of those issues up front. So I do. I, I, I like Jackson State. I, and I like Jackson State to run the table, man. If if they can beat Florida A and M in the season opener, I really don't think there's another team um, in their division that's going to beat them. If you think about yeah. it like this, so so Alabama State, Alabama A and M, Mississippi Valley State mm-hmm. are all breaking in new quarterbacks. Eddie Robinson Jr. is taking mm-hmm. over at, at Alabama State. Um, as their new coach, everyone else is pretty much entrenched. I, I listen. Um, Bethune Cookman's got got the All American tight end whose name just escaped me as soon as I said that, but I don't know who's going to be throwing him the football. Um, Jack, Jackson State, Jackson State is deep and nasty on their D line. Like they're just going to be throwing linemen at, at offenses. I, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know who's going to block Jackson State. Jackson State's defensive line is going to be good for at least two wins by themselves. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know a whole line in the swag that can block them. No. And no. you know, and, and coach Coach Prime has just sung the praises of number one overall recruit Travis Hunter. Uh, I, I was watching. Um. Okay, I'm old. I don't, I don't know what NSFW means. I, that just made me feel like an old man. Um, Chris, go ahead and explain that, please. And thank you for showing up, brother. But I will say this, though. I think the West is going to be the mm. more entertaining division. Mm. I think a lot of people are, are counting Prairie Review out because Dooley went to Southern and mm-hmm. Jawan Pass resurrected his career preview. But I don't I don't think you don't count don't count preview out. Bubba McDowell been on that staff for a decade. And he knows how to recruit. And it was really preview's improved defense that, mm-hmm. that was the reason they were able to make that SWAC championship game appearance uh last season. I am Interested to see two things. Number one, I'm interested to see how good Grambling's going to be this this year. Um, ah, not safe for work. I, I still feel like an old man. I still don't get it, but it's okay. <laughs> um, but <laughs> Grambling is another team, and this and this is the uh, the, the the main reason that I like Jackson State is they've got the best quarterback in the conference. Um, really, you're not going to disagree with me? They do. They got the well, best quarterback in the conference. Because some people think it's Andrew Body out of Texas Southern. No, it's not. And, and, I, and, and I don't know why that is. I really don't know why that is, man. I don't know why that is. Everybody's because... like, if he, if he, if you put him on Jackson State, he, you know he's gonna be doing some big things, blah blah blah. I'm like, all right, do you do you not hear? Because Shador, uh, no, no, yeah, Shador is a legit. You no, know, Shador is a Shiloh. Shador, 
Shiloh's the Shador. DB. Okay, Shador is a legit quarterback. He's legit been trained by 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 like Tom Brady. He's been trained by really, I mean, a really good coaching staff when he was in high school. He's been trained by his father. He's been around NFL talent <laughs> his whole entire life. I'm sorry, you're not you're you're not telling me that some kid from around the way that couldn't get into <laughs> Texas Tech, you can't get into Texas Tech to play football, but you went and settled for Texas State. Bro, out of Texas State with Texas Southern. Don't tell me. Don't tell me this guy's better than him. No, he had he 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 shows flashes of brilliancy. He does. But y'all still pull him out and try to put him in, put put his backup in all the time. See, y'all play these two. I, and this is something about HBCU. They do the same way they play two quarterbacks all the time. I don't like that. Figure out your quarterback situation. It's so funny no, you said that. I got I, a question. Go ahead. You think you think Southern gonna play two quarterbacks again this year? Yeah, they played two last yeah. season. Well, the Darius they did. They played two last season. So that's gonna be interesting. I, man, I, I think number one, Shador has the players around him, mm-hmm. and now Coach Prime went out and got some guys to block for him. Yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. I I played the game. It's 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 straight. I like it. It's straight. I like it. Um, it's, it's more it's more for entertainment purposes, not not to play and make a dynasty. But I I will say, Shador's going to get the ball a lot because yes. who's going to score on that? Listen, who's going to score on that defense? Who, and they just who, got better, who, man. Who listen? The last time I played NCAA college football, um, and I, mm-hmm. I, I built I built my dynasty with Army, and I got an invite oh, to play. Boy, I love I love building dynasties with the military teams. Listen, oh, I look, Conrad. Con, I, I, I I believe I shared with you once one thing on my bucket list. I want to interview Nick Saban someday. Uh. Um, Another thing on my bucket list, I want to go to West Point and cover a game. Oh, my I, God. I, oh. I've, I've, I've always loved Service <laughs> Academy football. I, I'll give you a, a small, a, a quick little story. Um, there uh, was a, a, a sportscaster way back in the day when I was young in the 80s by the name of Irv Cross. Uh, uh-huh. he, was one of the few, he was one of the few black college football um color guys and he and Vern Lundquist would do the Army Navy game every every year. And that's kind of how right. I really started like really loving college football by watching the Army Navy game. And listen man, Army still run option football. And I'm sorry, you can't and love football and not love option football. Option football is awesome, man. So, yeah, so but but awesome. but I saw so they invited me to Conference USA and I gave up I gave up six points in Conference USA the whole season. Jackson mm-hmm. State may do to the swag what I did to Conference USA on NCAA college football. <laughs> Man, this defense, y'all, you don't know this defense. will be nasty this season. Bro, uh, they're going to go bananas, man. man listen, Jack, listen, and, and, and I'm, I'm not saying this because it's the popular thing to say. Mm-hmm. I'm, say I'm saying this because it's true. They – 
I am I am curious to see who Alabama A&M starts at quarterback. What you know with a, a kill glass out, right? Um, my dark horse. I don't think they're going to win it, but I think they're going to get at least two teams this year. Mm. And I know and I, I know Coach Prime loves him. Uh, down there in Ibina, I think Mississippi Valley State gonna get at least two teams this year. My my oh, my vote my vote is a bold prediction. Not only is Mississippi Valley State gonna get a couple teams this year, Mississippi Valley State at least is gonna finish five hundred this season. At least five hundred. At, at least. I, I I I like what Coach Dancy is doing down there at Mississippi Valley State. Um, mm-hmm. Once again, as you know, I have a thing about bad football teams trying to get good. I I I, I get that man some money. Get so he gets some abilities, please. Because he, because listen, because I got a question. I got a follow up question okay. after this. Okay, follow up question. All right. If which team, if they upgraded their facilities, would go on a tangent? And second question after that: Does it matter if a team has facilities? Go. Okay, so I got. I, I'm gonna say. Well, I will give it a time. I would say if, if Alcorn and Mississippi Valley State had better facilities, they'd be better programs. Do do teams need facilities? I'll tell you this. Um, they may not need them, but I don't think a kid's going to go to a school with crappy facilities. Mm-mm. Bro, and, that and, cafeteria and, needs to be on point. Listen, and I tell you this, and I, and I picked those two because I think I think Coach McNair and Alcorn and Coach Dancy in Mississippi Valley State are two of the better coaches in all of college football. Yeah, both of them can flat coach. If they had better facilities, they'd have better players. Hey man, hit it on the head. Hit it on the head. So, um, what else I got? What, what, what else I got in my notes? Oh. <laughs> we talk about Texas Southern. I put in Texas Southern fixed their awful defense. Look, that's why Andrew Body got to be brilliant every week because that defense going to give up 42 points every week. <laughs> but but listen, I'm, I'm telling you, I, the, one, the one thing I think this year about the sweat, and I wrote about it in the, in the piece, um, Dr. Charles McClellan, the, 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 the president of the SWAT, said that like every week, is a marquee matchup. Like these are going to be some great. This is going to be one of the better seasons of SWAC football in a long time. I think FAMU and Jackson State to open the season is going to be an absolute slug fest. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Alabama State, Alabama A and M is go, the Magic City Class is going to be a great game. I I did put three games. Mm-hmm. Um, for key games to watch, I would say. In the West, Southern versus Prairie View, that game is going to probably determine the SWAC West champ. Oh, he put it up, my man. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if you go to about, I, I do, I think, I think the SWAC, here, here's an interesting factoid, though. Who's that? Um, uh, uh, about 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 the SWAC versus the MEAC. The SWAC is currently getting all the attention. The MEAC is down to six teams. 
However, the MEAC is 11 and 4 all time in the MEAC SWAC challenge. Mm -hmm. And 5 and 1 <laughs> in the Celebration Bowl since it, since it was rebranded, uh, the Celebration Bowl. Um, uh, look out for my man Jordan Lewis. He's coming back. He coming. He coming this year. Hey, listen. So, um, so I put the Arlington football showdown because Andrew Body. So that that game's interesting to me. Andrew Body mm -hmm. needs a showcase game. He's a sophomore. He's gonna be in the shadow of Shadur Saint. I think they're gonna be linked as long as they play in the SWAC together. Right. He needs a coming out game. Southern's the best defense in the SWAC West. Then on the other side, Jordan Lewis was the talk of the spring season when he had 10 sacks in five games, but he was hurt most of the season last year and missed two games and was hurt for the other nine. And he didn't see this guy at, at, down in, in, in Tallahassee, Isaiah Land, take his spot mm -hmm. as a pass rusher in the swag. And Jordan right. Lewis coming for a spot this season. And that's yeah. going to be interesting. I, I think Jordan Lewis – and Isaiah Land are going to be going back and forth all season for SWAC defensive player. All of the year. season long. And it's going, to, it's going to be great to watch. You'll be like, let's go, baby. <laughs> let's go, it baby. Is, <laughs> it is going to be great to watch. All right. So, let, let's, so I was gonna, go ahead. Also, it, let's, let's close with the SWAC MEAC challenge Howard versus okay. Alabama State. Um, I don't know what the over under of this game is. Take the over. Both of these defenses are bad, and maybe give, so. maybe give the edge to Howard because Ryan Nettles is at, is at Tuskegee and not at Alabama State. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's no Ezra Gray at Alabama State, and, I, and this is hard for me to say because my family's from Alabama and all my extended family graduated from Alabama state. Um, <laughs> so, you know, my cousin, Eric, sorry, bro. You know, it is what it is. Um, but this, this, this one should have some points. This one should have some, this, points. this one it should be fun. It's a high, high scoring game. Absolutely. I think it's going to be fun. I, I, I think Howard's, I got Howard fifth in the MEAC, but I think Howard's going to be better this year. Mm. And, they, and they've struggled for a few years. Can I be honest with you? Mm -hmm. This is the this is my least favorite game opening in, in week zero. Least favorite game. Least favorite looking, game you, in week zero. You looking forward to Florida State Duquesne? I am looking. Yes, you know I am. But <laughs> I am looking forward to actually Florida and M in North Carolina. Really? I think I could. I think I think what Willie Simmons is trying to do. Is he's trying to put he's trying to put himself in that second place with, with Prime. Like, look, I can get people to Florida. I got something that you never will have. I got Florida State. I got I got I got beautiful girls. I have I have Florida A and M. I have the most talked about school in the country outside of you. So that's cool. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? Coach, I'll build Coach, I'll build over here. You build over there. And Coach Prime said, well, that's great, but we got Travis Hunter. Who y'all get? I, 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 that, that's they, got the, 
They got you know who they got? They got uh they, they got a, a young a young brother by the name of uh of, of, of Zaire Zaire Riley. Mm-hmm. Zaire Riley, yes, he's only five nine, but Zaire Riley plays like he's six two. So don't don't try my boy. Do not try my boy. So yeah. So anyway, I heard that you need to go back to the lab and try to fix stuff because you spent too much time in the locker room trying to be all cool with all the football players. I know, I did. With the coaching staff. Yeah, I spent spent way too much time in the locker room. Um, I do have one question before we go. Maybe you know the answer to this question. Um, Who's starting at quarterback at Florida A&M this year? Stop! I don't want to do this. 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 Listen. I ain't, I ain't trying to rag on you either, uh, but y'all need to figure that out before y'all go to uh, Miami Garden. I think they got. I, I think they got it. I think they got it. I think they got it. I, I, I want to say they do. I want to say they do. You know they got it. So, <laughs> it, I'm like, the secret's I'm like, out. The secret's out. I'm like that. That that may be important. That may be um, important. It might. We might be seeing 17 again. Listen. Okay. <laughs> Listen. Hey man, to everybody, man, make sure you make sure you check the blackboard. <laughs> yeah, I got y'all over there. Yeah. We check use canvas here, buddy. <laughs> we use canvas. We use canvas. Yeah, but for real. For real, camp oh campus. Okay, cool. We use we use campus. Well, for real though. Hey man, make sure y'all go ahead and subscribe to the channel, man. Right there, that's where you can send your tuition at. To make sure that we can run this university really well. Also, man, um, just make sure you go check out the uh, check out the blog because it is a really good piece, and we got some videos included, so you you can check the videos out while reading, man. It, it's it's really big over there on mtnvpn.com. I wish I would have put the line under there. We don't have that right now in our graphics. Oh. Uh, but till next time, man, and uh, checking out for our homeboy JT, the real MVP of the MVP University, our headmaster of the yes, the provost of MVP. <laughs> right, I think he's pledging. I think he's pledging right now. Gamma, gamma, <laughs> gamma. <laughs> <laughs> he's playing. He pledging gamma, gamma, gamma right now. So <laughs> we can't really bother him. But no. But make sure y'all shout out your prayers, man. Um, you know what I'm saying? He's going through a tough time. But, you know, like we said, we love you, JT, man. Hope everything works out, man. Hopefully we see you soon, brother. All right. I'm Connie Westside. <laughs> Professor Pryor. This is MVP University. Ciao. Yes, hey, man, I think I'm going to go stop by the dog cafeteria first because I need to eat something, man. I'm hungry. Everybody's yes, talking about the food now. I need some good brain food. Man, you know they don't have fried chicken Fridays here, man. <laughs> I need fried chicken Fridays. Listen, you need to cut down on all them fried foods, brother. No, nah, man, it's it's good for the soul. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports.